Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the Boat Talk for episode 9. We have Aaron from AM. No, I think about quickly before we jump into today's episode. Two things I'm going to talk about. One is the support on the series. It's been amazing. We are really close to 1,000 subscribers. By the time this video comes out, we might already here. I'm not too sure. This is recorded a couple of days before this actually comes out. So if you haven't, if you guys are new, please consider subscribing, liking, and turning on notifications. If you turn on notifications, you are notified as soon as the video comes out, you can be the first one to watch it. And obviously with certain episodes, we do like to throw some surprises in there. So it's always good to have notifications on and our notifications on for Twitter. Second thing, once again, we have our weekly sponsor, Notify Proxies. Go check them out. The link is down below. Without further ado, let's just straight into episode nine. Jumping straight into episode nine, we have Aaron from AM Notify with over 48,000 followers on Twitter. One of the biggest groups in the community. Jumping straight into this, we're going to ask him the first questions we ask all our guests. How did you discover reselling and buying? Hey, uh, pleasure to be here. I first got into reselling and botting because I genuinely wanted to be cool and I wanted to wear a pair of Yeezys. Uh, I think it was around the time of the Beluga V1 release. I was just like a huge fan of Kanye himself. I love the music. So I'm Canadian. I joined a Canadian Facebook group and uh, people were posting like Ascent's releases at this time, uh, Adidas releases at this time. And I, I didn't really understand the concept that uh, retailers would release sneakers for retail, while resellers would sell those on a secondary market for an after price. And this is when I first learned about it. I actually just hopped in the Adidas queue manually and got one pair. That was technically the first shoe I ever bought. But um, then I was on Twitter. I believe I saw a better Nike bot ad, I think, like BNB. Uh, and... I messaged someone and they told me about they told me about uh, proxies and they started teaching me about botting. His at is actually uh, Jirachi Dog on Twitter, but uh, I think he's still on Sneaker Twitter or maybe it was Swift Cop. I think it was Swift Cop. But uh, yeah, that's when I started to get into the community, follow people who everyone was interacting with, and uh, helped me get into the game as we know it. Yeah, it's very similar to what all our guests say. I know I say this every single week, but all the guests do identify that secondary market first. They uh, kind of go into it, try to figure out why it's selling for so high, understand the type of physics of the entire thing, and start to do it for themselves. So obviously, that is a good mindset to have. But jumping into the next question, why was reselling something you wanted to pursue? Uh, I have to be honest, and this answer might be scrutinized, but it was always about the money for me. When I was reselling, uh, but when I founded AM Notify, it was more about helping people. Many AM Notify members have like messaged me about how their profits have compensated medical bills or paid off student debt loans, as well as like buy new cars. I mean, for reselling, it was like at first I wanted to get a shoe. I I, I bought the first pair, which was I think Belugas, for two hundred dollars. My dad loaned me two hundred dollars. I used that. Uh, I sold them for something like 800 or 1000 Used that to buy, I think, a pair of OVO 12s. Sold those. Took that money and bought three red stripe Yeezys. You know, and I just continued the chain. So that was always about the money. But now what I do, it's about helping people. I mean, when I founded AM Notify, I saw a problem in the market where people couldn't purchase sneakers to wear. But it's become something far greater than that. Like We fostered a culture of entrepreneurship. A feat I could never have dreamed of accomplishing when I first joined this community. So most common answer, yeah, again, is obviously the money factor. That isn't necessarily a bad factor. It's just if there's money to be made and you can make that money, then you're obviously going to go into those avenues to create revenue for yourself. But as you said, you gradually grow from... Uh, 
personal finances to actually helping hundreds of users, thousands of users in a group just to uh, maintain their success and overall make their lives better whilst making your own life better. So obviously making that group a very positive atmosphere for everyone, which obviously is a very admirable thing. And personally, I think it's one of the main factors why AM Notify is as big as it is today. Now, moving on to the next question, we've talked a bit about the group. Now, going back to the basis, where did the name AM Notify come from? Um, so I toggle back and forth on Twitter. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys follow me at THXAMN. Thanks, AMN. But uh, my name on Twitter is Aaron Moreski, which is my name. Uh, someone doxed me a little bit back. Um, he was like trying to sell an address. If you guys want to find it, it's not my actual address. But he put like my family phone numbers. I don't know. Some of the toxic things in this community. So sometimes I don't have my name on there. But the AM from AM Notify is just my initials. Believe it or not, uh, a common misconception is that AM is referring to morning. I've even heard anecdotes about retail stores having meetings where they asked what AM Notify meant and it was referred to as morning notify. Very like It was really funny for me. Well, if you've got stores talking about your group, you obviously know that it's a successful group, it's a big group, and it's kind of like a target for these stores because they know these groups are generating... Uh, taking loads of stock from these releases but if you guys were wondering that is where the name comes from personally i kind of thought that as well when i looked at your name i thought maybe that's his way of putting his like ownership on the group which it is a very very effective way it gets it out there and it's a very unique name now moving on to the next question like you said at, at the beginning of the interview you talked about entrepreneurship and you talked about creating uh, this business essentially to um help loads of users within your Discord. What were some of the preconceptions about creating this business going into AM Notify that were completely wrong? Uh, if I was to tell you all everything about uh, that I learned throughout this process, this interview would probably be like 45 hours, not 45 minutes. But uh, hmm, where do I even begin? Uh, initially on the second month of AM Notify back in 2017, we didn't have auto renewal. Uh, it was people had to pay their fee manually, right? But uh, everyone would just manually PayPal us money and uh, nobody did. But so then we had to remove them all. And most of them begged us to not cancel and they all paid us back on a timely manner. In a timely manner. I, I didn't expect initially, you know, I would meet these people online and uh, they would be so kind and honest after I made a mistake. That's when I knew this community was genuine and most of those members are actually still with us today. I mean, also like... And I had a very different picture when I founded AM Notify in my mind of what it was going to be. Oh, the first month of AM Notify, it was, uh, I think, $75 a month and there were no monitors. Uh, we couldn't afford a monitor, Dev. <laughs> and then we hired one, gradually worked on improving. It was just information. But uh, now to see what it's become, you know, hopefully we've perfected everything. But back then it was quite lackluster. Touching on your point where you started back in 2017, if you guys pay attention to what you just said, People were paying $75 a month for information. Now, if you compare that to the current market now, you're paying $30 a month for monitors, information, guides, all that type of stuff. But it just shows you how the whole market has grown and how the resources within the community have become so vast. And it's kind of humbling just to hear about the beginnings of groups and to see how basic it was at the beginning and how far it's grown. So obviously, that is props to every single group in the community and all the services coming together now. Moving on to the next question. Now, with creating a successful business, any entrepreneur can go ahead and tell you that it will have effects on their life because their business is their life. They invest all the time into the business to make it the best thing they can. What were some of the positive effects of the success of AM Nova? 
Hmm. Uh, AM Notify has definitely shaped my life completely in the last two years. But uh, I've not only uh, AM Notify has not only taught me uh, everything I know about entrepreneurship, managing a business, and working with people, but it's also taught me a plethora of people skills. Uh, just uh, such as how to talk to people or work together for a greater goal. Uh, the most valuable skill I've learned is definitely how to take on a big task, find a large issue, organize an effective solution, and make it come to like fruition. So, like for example, I was talking with the VP of AM Notify. You would all know him as Joe Homie the other day, and we were just talking about how uh, he believes that I've refined my skill set, but I am good at making things happen, and I've definitely learned that throughout this process. Uh, as some of you might know, I recently left college to work on AM Notify full time. I hope to be an entrepreneur my whole life uh, because of the valuable skills I've learned. And through AM Notify, I'll be able to further my career. Uh, I don't know where I would be without it, seriously. Well, that is a very, very positive thing to hear. And I'm pretty sure every single viewer will wish you best of luck going on with your entrepreneurship and like whole career path. But flipping to the other side of the coin, the same we like to say on, the, on this show, what has been some of the negative effects of AM Notify within your personal life? Well, so when I founded AM Notify, uh, I don't really talk about this on Sneaker Twitter, uh, but I was incredibly ill. I have Crohn's disease. So, um, you know, I've had competing groups. I, I founded a charity called Aaron's Apple. You guys can check it out, aaronsapple.com. I've had competing groups, you know, make fun of my illness and running a charity, which I think is, you know, not so... Non doesn't paint the best of light of our community. Uh, I think it's a little disgusting, disgusting if I'm honest. But I mean, I love working with AM Notify. I currently uh, work from when I wake up at 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at night, and then I take a two-hour break. Then I've worked for further for five more hours, you know, until two or three a.m. It's a tough lifestyle. I can't lie. Since so many people are dependent on me, and despite my personal life, I'm always working as hard as like a dog. Although I do love the work, this has been a hardship I've dealt with and it has given me a great work ethic. For example, last night I heard about an AM Notify member who was diagnosed with cancer and we gave him a lifetime membership because he told us he had to cancel. I said, don't focus on it, you know, work on getting better. And although we gave him the lifetime membership, I couldn't get it off my mind and I couldn't effectively do my work. I was so concerned about him. I was in a state of perpetual anguish and uh, I had to keep working. It's a tough lifestyle. I can't lie. That is an answer I wasn't really expecting. Uh... Touching on what you just said and touching on the whole community aspect of uh, these groups, I kind of feel like there is some toxicity within this community. That is bound to happen when you put a large group of people in one circle. Toxicity is bound to happen within a group of people. That is just human nature. It's how people work. But talking about the positive aspects, like uh, saving that person $50 a month or $40 a month just to help him focus on his life, focus on the struggles he has because I feel like a lot of people don't zoom into the fact that there are some good people in, within the community and they do do good things but it's not awfully highlighted, like it isn't put on the timeline but as soon as someone of your um, of your status does something bad, it's on the timeline straight away. Yeah, no, I, I, I meant like, as I said, when I founded AM Notify, it was to help people and I aim to help as many people as possible. It's just so unfortunate that you know, the people that I'm working so close with every day, uh, some of them are dealing with incredibly tough hardships. And it's not always something that, you know, we can solve with uh, more shoes or more money. And uh, it's sad to see. Yeah, I think you summed up the, the point I was going to make. It is a sad thing to see. Uh, however, people can help. That obviously does help that member. And 
hopefully their path to um, recovery is quick and I'm hoping the person you're talking about has a very very good recovery as well but shifting on to the next question hopefully yeah AM Notify contains multiple employees to make this group run as well as yourself and other people what do you look for in people when you're recruiting them to AM Notify is any certain characteristics you look for or skill sets what is it specifically so when hiring, I ask people for a formal resume. Although this is sneaker Twitter, I hope that everyone I work with has a level of professionalism. I get hundreds of DMs a month asking for jobs, and I can read them all, but I can't reply and conduct formal interviews. So when someone stands out and is able to grab my attention like no other, I always give them an opportunity. I always make something for them, even if there's no room in the budget or if there's no opportunity available or position that's unfilled. Uh, that's a skill which one cannot learn uh, you know the art of finesse yeah i agree with you there looking for people to work in these big brands these big business you want the top of the top people because the consumers have demands you have demands and you overall want the best people working for you to provide the best service to the consumers now moving away from the whole employee side and focusing more back on your views what are some of the things you have planned for am notify going into the future uh so we're launching uh, this month, uh, AM Notify Australia and AM Notify Korea, twitter.com slash AM Notify AU, twitter.com slash AM Notify KR. Uh, we're branching out to new markets. Uh, you have to do it because, uh, you know, there, there's no product available in Australia to help users cop shoes manually for retail. Uh, there's no product like this in Australia, in Australia, Korea, and we're working hard every day with the managers um, uh, to further this vision. We also... Uh, always are working on new partnerships for all am notify we have one with an aio bot coming out a new partnership with group buys every month and a new one with an adidas bot coming out as well as perhaps a surprise for members where all members will get a free copy of a bot wink wink um yeah just further furthering the growth every day uh, adding new features and my goal when i started am notify was to provide a further value than what we're selling for so if we're charging 60 dollars a month that we're providing $120 in value a month. So we're always trying to evolve that. Yeah, I think that's a good mindset for owners to have for groups. If you're providing services, bots, all the best information, then that price tag does justify the means because all your members are creating more profit. And at the end of the day, that $60 that comes out of your account at the end of every month is nothing compared to the money that the group can unlock for you if you utilize all of these services it gives to you. Now, moving away from AM Notify, if Let's say this whole cook group thing, this whole brand thing wasn't here. Where would you be right now? Where would your career path be going? What would you be doing? <laughs> it's funny enough you ask because I've been pondering that myself recently. I never found an interest in school and I always wanted to focus on something in life that's more interesting to me, something that holds more value. Although I ad value education quite highly, uh, I don't align with the education system because you know I was learning things such as geography and math, which... Uh, didn't resonate with me. Uh, this platform gave me an opportunity to do something amazing at only 15. But for next, for me, I love tech software development because uh, you can sell a new product with only a click of, for, with one click, it's a new product every time. So uh, it's always gonna be app development or software development for me. Yeah, well, the most common thing I do see from these big people that own groups is that they do have a common interests within the stuff that they are providing that it all links in well and I feel like the people do have interest in the things they are doing succeed way more than the people that are just doing this for money. And linking back to one of the first things you did say, you did say 
was focused mainly on supporting people and uh, mainly on supporting people's financials. So it all comes full circle when you do say that you do have interests regarding the group. So if you weren't doing the group, you'd be going down a similar road of IT. So that is nice to hear. Now going on to one of the final questions. Obviously, within maintaining your business life, you say you have off time, you have free time to do what you want. Your group does take up a lot of your personal time, as you did tell us in the interview. So as I mentioned, when I first released AM Notify, I was very ill. So I was in the hospital and uh, we released, I think, 15 beta copies for, I think, $20 a month. So uh, I had I made $300. At that point, it sold out in seven minutes. And I was so excited. I jumped up and down on the hospital bed because I, didn't, I genuinely didn't think we would sell one copy. Um, you know, my dad didn't really understand it. He just thought I was... Uh, honestly like doing some unsatisfactory things online so he said to me uh, like you know Aaron I'm not sure if I don't understand this business correctly or is it fraud and I said no it's not fraud like I'm only 15 I would never do that I'm, I'm a savory guy so uh yeah and then uh you know my mom kind of showed me some support my dad warmed up to it then people started seeing I had a good following on Twitter. Um, you know, they, they didn't believe it at first, but now, you know, I've been featured in GQ. I'm haven't they have they've interviewed me for Wall Street Journal that will be coming out soon. Um, people know it's legitimate, and uh, I think they're very proud of me for what I do. But when I dropped out last month, I uh, very few people, you know, stuck with the stigma and said, you know, this is a bad thing. Everyone supported me fully, and I, I thank my community for that. That is a very rare thing to see. Honestly, I was not expecting an answer like that, but I'm very, very glad that you do have a support network around you that is supporting you and it is continually pushing you to grow your brand, invest in your interests. And obviously that will result in better results in your business as well. So that is a very, very reassuring thing to hear. Now, moving on to the second section of the interview, we have the Twitter questions. We have three questions here from you guys. Once again, if you guys want to drop questions, the guests from each week will bot out to bot talk. I will go ahead and retweet on my personal Twitter and on the bot talk Twitter. So you guys want to ask questions, stay peeped on the Twitter. Now, coming in from Simon FD, like he said, do you run bots personally? And if so, how often? Not anymore. Uh, the first bot I ever ran before I had AM Notify was again BNB. I ran it on Supreme every week and I got headbands, I got box logos. But now again, I don't have time. So uh, I send my sheets to our slot providers in AM Notify and they run for me. And, uh, you know, I, I'm familiar with all the bots and I own all the bots and I give them to different admins in the team and have them run for members. But unfortunately, I don't have the time to effectively run it myself. Uh, the good part about that is, you know, uh, yeah, it's not as stressful, but uh, yeah, I wish I had more time to do it. But uh, anyways, uh, I always get the pairs in the end. The backdoor plug holds me down. Wink, wink. Well, I'm just going to string on that question with a personal question I have. And I've asked this to people in the past that do own groups. We have people like Michael and Curtie that have came onto the show. And I've also asked them that the main stigma around group owners on Twitter that do have a big social media presence is that some consumers do call them out for not cooking yet owning a cook group. Do you believe in that stigma? Do you think cook group owners should be cooking on a very, very high basis to justify that they own a group? Or do you think it rarely comes down to just owning and running a successful group? I think there's two things that come with that. The first thing is cooking is uh, means different things to different people. Uh, I often tell the story. I bought, um, I think it was 50 Sean Witherspoons uh, at $300 a piece and I sold them at $900 a piece. 
and I made a lot of profit off of that release just because I didn't have the time to set up. But that's because I'm constantly answering support questions, um, helping users. I, I think we genuinely do provide the best service possible. And just because I can't cook doesn't mean the, the other co-owner co runs a slot provider service. Okay, second question from Toby. We have Alexander LO19. He says, what is the first sneaker you copped with a bot? Uh, I don't know if it counts as a proper bot, but we had an extension, which uh, we used to you know make uh like a, a chrome extension and it, it, it opened the queue on many tabs and we i i got the adidas bread with the red stripe for retail that's the first shoe i caught with a bot i think the first shoe i caught manually i can't remember if it was beluga v1s or ovo 12s but it was one or the other uh i remember on the ovo 12s uh canada got a separate allocation on our shopify store for ovo so we had like 800 pairs, but America only had 200. So they sat on the site for like 10 minutes and I sold them in America for 800 each. Moving on to the third question from Taylor, we have F Fictionless on Twitter. Sorry if I mispronounced that. His question was, when did you see yourself breaking through and creating the successful brand that is AM Notify? So when did you see the point where you officially succeeded with AM Notify and it was our strong point? I've had many milestones where I realized it, but I think the one I can definitely say is when my parents gave me their full approval and told me like, you know, you're doing amazing things and you should stay focused on it. But there were many milestones in my life. Again, when I was featured on GQ, that was cool. Um, when I got a giveaway with Cybersoul, that was pretty cool. Uh, uh, when I bought my first car, you know, a, a lot of factors helped me realize that this was viable what I'm actually doing. Yeah, I guess those are some very, very big milestones. It kind of just shows progression in your personal life and also the life of being on Sneaker Tour and running one of the biggest groups in the game. So that is very, very nice to hear. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. I appreciate it. Uh, can I send that one to my mom? Uh, it has been a pleasure. Uh, and thank you, seriously. No problem. Always love having these individuals on the show that have created these big successes. Guys, if you want any more suggestions for people that you want to come on the show, go and let me know. Episode 10 is going to be huge. Trust me, I have a lot of things in the works for episode 10. It's going to be big. Tune in next week to episode 10. I'm going to catch you guys next time. Peace out.